Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. So we are going to teach about children, but to teach about children is also to teach about parents. Because you can never talk about children without talking about parents. Because no child is on her own or his own. There's always a guardian. Amen. So, Psalm 127 verse 3 says something beautifully there and you need to believe it. Amen. So Psalm 127 verse 3 says, Children are a blessing from the Lord. Read it for me, please. Psalm 127 verse 3. And I interrupt. Amen. Unless I say otherwise, please. Mm-hmm. Children are a heritage from the Lord. Offspring and reward from Him. Amen. So it says, Children are a heritage from the Lord. That's it. And like the King James say, are a blessing. Yes. It means He is giving to you as a blessing and also a reward. Amen. So believe it or not, every child is a blessing. The children that grow up to bring pain, they were not given as such. They were given as what? Yes. Blessing. Blessing. Anything that is a blessing brings you what? Joy. So every child is a blessing. Amen. No child was brought up to come and terrorize and destroy and be a snare and a pain. Every child, you must believe this. I didn't say it's there, is it? The enemy is a blessing from the Lord. Did it say some children? No. It said children, children. are a blessing. And if you read Isaiah 8, verse 18, for we Christians, even our children are not only a blessing, our children are for signs and wonders as well. Every child is a blessing, and for us Christians, our children are also for signs and wonders. Meaning, a Christian child or a child of a Christian must be seen in his environment, community, and he might say, wow, kids are not like that, but he's like this. It's a sign. It's a wonder. Read it for me, please. Isaiah 8, verse 18. Yes. Here am I, and the children the Lord has given me. We are signs and symbols to Israel from the Lord Almighty, who dwells on my side. So, no, this is connected to Israel. Now Israel is as Christian, the church. We are the children. So it said, children, me and my children that the Lord has what? Me. We are signs and what? Symbols. Symbols. They can just say wonders. Yes. In Israel. Mm. Amen. Amen. From the Lord. From the Lord. Not yes. from the Lord. Amen. Amen. From the Lord. So for a Christian, our children are not only a blessing. Our children are also for signs and wonders. When every child in the neighborhood, in the school, is smoking weed, the sign and the wonder will be that our child will not smoke weed. It's a sign, it's a wonder. When every child is getting pregnant, teenage, our child or our children will not. It's a sign, it's a wonder. So, you, I want you to have this in your mind and in your heart, that no child is given or come forth as a trouble or as a case. Yes, no child, and I mean no child. Even if the child is born by a fetish priest or priestess, he is a blessing from the Lord. It is us human beings that corrupt children. It is our activities, directly or indirectly. It is the system, the society, the upbringing, the training, the priorities that destroy and corrupt the children. But not like a child is a bad child from them. No. You see, 
Everything in this world is corrupting. Do you know that? Everything in this world is decaying. Everything. So, so a child who is a blessing, a child of a Christian who's supposed to be a sign and wonder, when the child just come out, the world, this world is such that it will be corrupting the child. It, it will be decaying the child if you leave it. Is it wrong? Let's read Romans 8, please. Romans 8, verse 20. Let's read to 22. It shows us that the entire creation is in decay or corruption. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 8, verse 20 to 22. Mm -hmm. For the creation was subjected to frustration. Mm -hmm. No, this creation, creation is everything that exists, including us, human beings, animals. Is subjected to frustration, meaning that how things are in this world is not supposed to be that. But you must know that it is subjected to frustration, meaning there are things in this world, in this creation, that bring frustration. Eh? Not by its own choice. Uh -huh. but by meaning that wasn't how it was designed. Eh? But by the will of the one who subjected it. We know that one is the wicked one, mm. Satan. Uh -huh. In hope. Mm. That the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage mm. to decay mm. and brought into it will be liberated from its bondage towards decay. Okay. So this creation, everything is in decay or corruption. Other versions say corruption. It's being corrupted. Mm. Uh -huh. And decay means it's getting spoiled. Yes. Uh -huh. And brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. Mm -hmm. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Okay. So this is just to show that the creation, including your children, including yourself, everything is leading to decay, to corruption, to being sports. The blessings being led to spoil everything. So when you give birth, when you have this child, who is a blessing from God? Who is supposed to be for sign and wonder because you are a Christian, you belong to Zion. But you just leave the child, it won't become a blessing. Because everything points to the king. Do, do you get it? Children are a blessing. When you have a house, the house, new built flat, is a blessing. When you leave the house and you go to Amsterdam for a year, by the time you come, you see that the house is decaying, isn't it? Mm, yes. You would think that, ah, if nobody's in the house, they should rather stand mm. it. But you rather come back and see it what decaying. Yes. Whereas if somebody was in the house, you would not see it what mm, decaying. Okay. What is the difference? One, you've left the house for it all. So nature takes place and begin to decay. The other one, there's someone in the house who is always doing something on the heat, mm. sweeping, cleaning. So it prevents the decay. Yes. So in this world, I want to restrict it to children. Everything is decay, including your child, including children. So when you make children on their own, mm. they will naturally be corrupted. They will naturally decay because everything went down into decay. Mm. That is why the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should grow. Proverbs 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should grow. Mm. If you look the child, if you leave the child, the child will grow to decay. Mm -hmm. Read it for me, please. Proverbs 22, verse 6. Mm -hmm. Start children off on the way they should go. Mm -hmm. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Mm -hmm. So it says, start children up in the way they should grow. And when they grow, they will not turn from it. Start them up. They can just say, train them. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's the same thing. So to train a child is to start a child up in the way they should grow. There's two main things I want you to be aware of this scripture. The first one I said train the child or start the child up. He didn't say speak to the child. He didn't say warn the child. He didn't say insult the child. He didn't say be fed up with the child. He said train up a child. It, it, there's a difference. Training a child as come with strategy, persistent, ongoing, intentional activities. That's what we call training. Right now, when I go down, I want to be a doctor, they say, my friend, can't be a doctor. 
If I ask them, okay, how do I become a doctor? They will tell me. When I ask them, why am I a doctor? They will tell me, having been trained as a doctor. Isn't it? Yes. So when I say, okay, I want to be, they will say, okay, then go and get trained for seven years. So for seven years, I'll be trained. I'll be told what to do. It will be inspected. It will be repeated. Some are going to say you are wrong. Come and start it again. So training is different from speaking. Training is a series of teachings which include discipline, correction, and most important, examples. When I'm training to be a doctor, they said you show me how they dissect. The boxer is when the boxer is training, is being always corrected. Mm -hmm. So that is the difference. You can talk and not train your child. Yeah. Training is intentional. That's why the NIC start them up. Mm -hmm. You must start them up in a specific way, a specific, specific angle. This is the Bible. It said, and no, the second thing I want you to do is say, not just anyhow. Not how you want them, yes. but in the way they should grow. So there is a way a child must grow. Your ways could be wrong. Yeah, you could train your child for yourself, but you are not the Lord. The real world, maybe your child will not meet anyone like you. Yeah. So he said, in the way they must grow. So there is a way a child must be trained for his or her own good. In this society, in this nation, in this world, yes. parents, we must understand this. No child becomes something just by mistake. But the creation is in the case when you leave them, probability that they will end up decaying is overwhelming. Yeah. Are you following me? Yeah. So you, you said you have to train the child in the way they should go. Mm -hmm. Many parents are trained their children for themselves. <coughs> Many parents train their children to see them. These are parents who are training their children, but it might not do your children good because that might not be the real world. That not, might not be the way that child needs towards grow. Some parents are not training their children at all. They just speak about the issue and leave it. And they think they are training their children. No. Training is, remember, persistent, ongoing, depending on what. Some women repeat the same thing till the child is yes. 20 years. Yes. But eventually, the child will get it. Yes. Yeah. Please, are we getting it? Mm. Some, it looks painful, but for she needs it or he needs it. Mm. In order for her to become that blessing, that she's originally is. Yes. In order for him to become that sign and a wonder that he's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Without training, they will not be. And I need training. You can talk for your children. Many mothers, especially, they are good at that. Their children are the perfect. Their children do no wrong. Fathers are not really like that, isn't it? <laughs> So you can talk and make all the excuses for your children, but it won't help your child. It is only training that will help your child. So look, he said in the way they should. So there's a way. And he promised us, that is his promise, that when they grow, they will not depart from it. But before they will grow and will not depart from it, it's when you start them, when you train them in that way, other than that, there's no way for them to return to. Because it is the way we train them start up. That is the way said they what return to it, even if they depart from it. Which is true. Yeah. Many people who grow up and become Christian will tell you, even though I wasn't, they took me to church. Yeah. Some people are very bad. You said, you know, my house, my mother, or my father, this and this. We see in that particular field, they are well behaved. Well trained. Mm. I mean, to train up a children, many of us, I believe, I'll find it difficult nobody know. There are things that we even grow as adults, as children, before we ourselves got to know. Yeah. So that should tell us that this children know nothing. I mean, 21 years, you can be smart, you can be anything, but when we talk about life, you don't know life. When we talk about experience, you know nothing. 
How much more 16 year old? How much more 13 year old? Praise the Lord Jesus. What is the way that we are to train what? These children. Because in the way they should grow. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. Amen. So now, the way we are to train these children are the instructions or the training of the Lord. Of the Lord. Amen. Of the Lord. Read it from Ephesians 6, verse 4. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6, verse 4. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. He said we are to bring our children up in what? In the training and instructions of the Lord. So there is a training of the Lord. Yeah, of course the people train their children. Yes. Where do people train their children is different. Even every society, every race train their children different. Yes. So there is a training of the Lord. So that way we are to train our children up is the training of the Lord. If you truly train your child in the training of the Lord, then it will cover all crowns. Because the training of the Lord will tell you about education. It will tell you about sex, to tell you about money, to tell you about respect, it will tell you about attitude, it will tell you about laziness, it will tell you about cleanliness, mm -hmm. it will tell you about the future. So that way is the training and instructions of the Lord. We are to train these children in the training and instructions of the Lord. I'm not talking about reading Bible stories to them. The children are too smart for Bible studies. Story. If you speak to them, the nine-year-old, do you see the thing they ask you? Have you seen the thing they discuss about? I'm not talking just presenting questions. It's training and instructions. Training is systematically, intentionally, instructions of the Lord. Why? How? Making sure they are repeating it, reinforcing it, reintroducing it. That's what we do in school. That's how they train us. Mm -hmm. Many of the things we learn uh, in JD, uh, what year are you? What, what, what year school? Sorry? Mm -hmm. Many of the things you learn in year 11. Since for we still learn it in mass. Yeah. It's with the same yeah. division, the same mm -hmm. you repeat. The same thing. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was in secondary, the things I the junior secondary, the things I learned when I went to secondary, the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just that each time goes further. Yeah. But they keep repeating it. Some of the subjects we used to say, oh, we never need this, we never need it. It's not necessary. But I got to find out I was wrong. Because that subject, though I won't need that subject, it brought some discipline. Yes. It opened me up. Yes. It began to cause my brain to think and work in a certain way which I need. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Please, you understand? So it said, the training and the instructions of what? The Lord. is ongoing. I beg you. Because I am not... Even every mother, except the mother is a witch life, she want their children to be a blessing. Yeah. Or I rather put it like this. Want the blessedness of their children to be manifested. Because mm. their original destiny is a blessing. Mm. It is other things that influence it otherwise. The original destiny of a child is to be blessed. But the Bible says this training that we are supposed to train them, that when they grow, they will not depart from it. It has to be by the training and instructions of the Lord. Let's face facts. If you are going to train a child in the instructions of the Lord, you yourself, you must know the training and the instructions of the Lord. I don't know how do you train a child. Many of you know it by instinct, because God put his word in us. But if you are not aware of it and are not following it, you cannot, you yourself will not be doing it and doing it, let your child not do it. Only few parents force their children to do the right thing when they are doing wrong. And normally, even that right is mostly about education and job. 
Awara or what is. I mean, by now we know that education and job is good, but there's more to life than education and what? Job. Isn't it? Yes. There's far more to what? Life than it. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 46. Amen. 32, verse 46. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Deuteronomy 32, verse 46. He said to them, Take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day, so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of the Lord. So we are to command our children to carefully obey all the commands of the Lord. You see, teach them in the training and instruction of the Lord. You are to command them to carefully what? Obey all the instructions of the Lord. That means you need to know the instructions of the Lord. Because if you don't know the instructions of the Lord, how do you command them to obey it? You need to know it. See, by now we should know that there's a much difference when you have God than when you don't have God. Whatever the state is, you are better off when you truly have what? God. Yes. Amen. Amen. When you have God. So in order for you to teach these children, you must know the instructions of the Lord. You must know the commands of the Lord in order to teach them, in order to train them. No, the essence of the teaching is to train them. And because of the training, you yourself, you must be a doer of that way. Because see, children learn and respect what they see, not what they hear. Children, in their own way and in their own sense, are very smart and intelligent. Just that they will not tell you everything they think and observe it. But naturally, they observe more than that is why, that to say, every child is good at dancing. The latest dance, they are able to do it whilst you, the older ones, you are not able to do it. You intentionally learn it. Because at that age, naturally, they are easily copying what they see. Easily. Without even trying to learn it. So your activities, your actions, speaks to the children than your words. Matter of fact, your actions can make your child, when your actions and your words doesn't go together, yes. your child will begin many a times to despise you in their heart. Mm-hmm. They will begin to see you a hypocrite. Yeah. They will begin to look down on you. They won't take you seriously mm-hmm. when your actions mm-hmm. is not in line with your words. Yeah. It's a fact. So when you look at Titus chapter 2, let's read verse 7, verse 8. Is it? We are to teach people by demonstration. Amen. We are to teach people what? By demonstration. Say, we must show ourselves as an example. Amen. Of good deeds as we teach them. So this put the burden back on you, the parent. Because the child there is, she's a child. She's a seed. She needs to grow up. Whatever plant should be kind depend on the gardener, the one who waters it, the one who prunes it, the one who fertilizes it, the one who realizes that now the root are too deep for the pot meant to be uprooted into another pot. It depends on that uh, that person and is the parent or the gardener. Read it from Titus chapter two, seven to eight. Amen. In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, grow integrity, seriousness. So he said in some things. He said in some things, eh? No. In everything. Wherever Bible says some things, I'll give you five hundred pounds. He said in everything, set them what? An example. An example. And show integrity. In your teaching. What is 
interpret when you are teaching children, when you are training them, that what you are telling them to do or not to do, they will see you doing it mm. or not doing it. That is integrity. Yes. Other than that, you see, I'm a pastor. I've seen, see, one of the things that breaks my heart is, especially last year, I saw a lot of pastors' children, Jesus Dancer campaign, and they said they don't want anything to do with the church. And as a pastor with kids, it breaks my heart. Uh, it didn't bring fear, but it made you say, hey, yeah, is, it, is this real? And many of them, as you speak to them, you see, when they come, they become defensive. But as you speak to them, you speak to them, they begin to pour their heart. It is something about their parents that has hurt them. So they don't want anything to do with church and God. Anything. I've seen a lot like that. Amen. So the way you teach a child, you train a child, is that you yourself, you will show what an example, you will be an example. And also show what integrity. So when you speak alone, you are speaking that do A and you are doing B, it won't work. They won't tell you, but they will grow to be something. Because remember, remember, the world itself is in decay. The world itself is teaching your children. Yeah. Television is teaching your children. Internet is teaching your children. Friends are teaching your children. Yeah. Schools is teaching your children. The system is teaching your children. Mm -hmm. Plus, every child has his or her personality and delusions, mm -hmm. lies that they believe. That one is also influencing your children. So when those who are teaching them wrong are backing it with action, and you that are teaching them right, you are not backing with action. They will see those people with integrity yes. and they will not see you. Because listen, I mean it with all my heart, in the name of Jesus, by like the power of the Holy Ghost. When a child is born, you have full authority over that child. You will train the child the way it should grow, no matter the influence. When the child is growing, he knows what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. But it doesn't come by what you say, it's by who you are and who you are, it's what you do. See, the same thing is in Timothy. Let's read it, please. Timothy. You see, this is important because a time will come, you will not matter. Your pain will be from your children or your joy will be from your children. Your challenge, your problem will be how your children are. And if these children who are a blessing, who are supposed to be signs and wonder, you do your part truthfully, they will be to you. Because that is their original destiny. Amen. Second Timothy, please. Thank you. Sorry, first Timothy rather. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 11 to 12. I'm talking about these children. God, they are a blessing. They are a blessing. They are a blessing. Oh, I remember my mother. It's sad that she's dead. Because as she, when she was alive, I didn't really know her value. So she died, you see. Mm -hmm. I was in darkness. But when you come to light, you see what really matters. Mm -hmm. I remember when I go and visit, she would sleep all night. She would be talking to me. She would talk and talk. That I didn't know, but now looking back, the mother just missed the child. I remember those days when I go out to parties, and I don't come. And maybe the parties will be late. Sometimes you go to the party, you know, I don't come, I don't come. But the people you went to, the car is not ready, so you just have to wait till they come to drop you. And I'll come home by 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And this mother is just sitting there waiting for me. She has not been able to sleep since I left. I remember one day she told me, okay, now please, wherever you go, the moment it is level, stay there, sleep there, and come the next morning. <laughs> I remember she telling me how that time, that time, I was thinking, wow, freedom. <laughs> but I understand the heart of what? The mother. You see, so now she's not alive, but her actions is speaking to me. Not her words, her real action. I always say, how even when I'm married, I had children, whenever I visited, the first thing she take me to Dubai. I always say, no words, her action. Because her herself, she goes there. Her actions is what is really speaking. Her words are just echoing based on what? Her actions. Mm. And it's the same. Amen. So look, 
First Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, it said the same thing. Titus chapter 2, verse 7, 8 said. Read it. Mm -hmm. Command and teach these things. Mm -hmm. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. He is supposed to teach them and say, set example unto them. Those that are teaching in conduct, in love, in faith. It is the conduct many parents face. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're a parent that you don't bath twice a day, hardly will you tell your children to bath twice a day. <laughs> it's true. And these children will grow up, and especially the women, because of their lack of bathing in the evening, will be a problem between their marriage. Yeah. Because what you do, your conduct, you see, you cannot enforce it. You yourself will not be occurring to you. You see, I met one sister. She told me her child was then very young. And she said the child, she was called to the school. The problem the child brought me into what? The school and the father. Then the child wasn't smoking me. This is when she took me spoke, she spoke to me. And she said because she was dating a guy, not knowing the guy sells weed. So the guys, the guys touched the weed at the kitchen, the guys, the boy, the child saw so the boy went for some. Of that we take it, it's good to show them, see, I have something, you know. Children are foolish. Amen. Now children are that's why they need training. One you see, that's why in training we will end up or they need to arise to discipline the child. Amen. So then when he said to me, she called me, I went to her house. So I said, okay, we'll pray, but now let the child be coming to church. Bring her, bring him. I said, okay, my wife. I said, okay, let him come by himself. Let, let him come. By then we were here, Scream Studios. I said, let him come. You let him come as he come. You see, I said, as he come, God will be touching him. As he come, the word will enter him. Mm -hmm. As he come, you see that there's another world. Another yes. world. God, people are only aware of what is around them. That's why the Bible warned even me Adam of our companions. Yes. You see that there's another world. You see, the church world is different. Mm -hmm. Amen. So then come. So, oh, okay, okay. The child never came. Another time, I just met her. Because, oh, yeah, child never came. So, you know, the place is too far for him to come alone. I said, okay. But after like two months, every Friday evening, I will see the child. In the evening, I was asking him to let the child come Sunday morning. Every Friday evening, I will see the child at the same place. I said, what are you doing? So, it's a studio. So, we are. We, we wrap now, me and my friends, so we come to practice. I'm thinking, he can't come to church alone in the morning, but he can come to rap, rap, practice. What rap, what has got to be rap? Rap, is the, rap has taken women, drugs, and all the bad behavior. That's all, there's nothing again. So you, you look at the choice of the mother. And this is a mere percent truth. The last time I saw the child smoking weed, I'm She's not. He's not even in uni. That's to say how long the child is. Because now that's what he goes with. But of course, the mother herself is not really following God, so there will be no need. So I'm saying this to say that listen, we have to train them up to be better trained, to be instructed. You yourself, you might decide to live well because by conduct. The power comes in conduct. Your child might not do the same wrong you are doing, but your wrong you are doing will tell him or her that it is okay to do wrong. Yeah. So maybe your own is your wrong is fornication. You are being married. You are staying with a man. It's wrong. But the child says that they know. The children know by nature. They know right and wrong. Never kill yourself. The child will say, okay, maybe you will not do that. But it's a wrong thing. So wrong things are okay. Yeah. Children are smart now. Never underestimate your child. Never underestimate them. Mm -hmm. Like when well, no, sometimes she said things, then I look at the mother and say, Who told her this? Where did she learn this from? <laughs> wonder where did she get this from? But this is no surprises because the internet is there, elder sisters are there, all other things are there. So all I'm saying that these children are a blessing. And they are for signs and wonders, but it will not only it will not just turn out like that. 
because everything is forcing to their decay. Yeah. So you must intentionally decide that you will train them in the way they are to grow. And that way must be by the instructions, as the Bible says, and what teaches, training of what the Lord. And to, in order to do that, you will need to know these instructions and what training of the Lord. And that you cannot train them. Then after that, you yourself, you need to train them by example, by conduct, the Bible says, not only by words, it won't work. They will really end up thinking they know better than you if you use holy words. How do you see children that everything shows like, I know better than your mom and dad? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just your thought to do, because you are not doing it, they will begin to see all, they will see it and because that's weakness. They won't tell you, but that is the mindset. You see it in the attitude. As they get older, they can tell you. But maybe if they are able, by the time they are able to tell you, it will be too late. Because you see, the tree is easier to tell it and bend it when it starts. Difficult when it's solid. That's why I say, in the way it takes you grow. When they finish growing, it is over. <laughs> Isn't it? Should I carry on? So as a church, we owe the children also what? a duty to teach them in the structures of the world. Not to read stories to them. Not just to gather them, just to keep them so that we the adults will have our time. But to train them, to teach them. Our own is in the structures of the Lord. And God is watching us. Jesus said, allow the little children to come unto me. Is it for people like this are the kingdom of God. He's interested in them. You see, they were driving away their children. He said, No, no, don't drive them. The Bible said, He brought them and He began to lay hands on all the children. Yeah. Because they are the next generation. You were once a child. Yeah. You were once a child. You used to poo poo and your children, your mother. Yeah. But today you are like this. So the child will also be. But what effect, what would the child do when she's like you or he's like you? It depends on your training as a parent or as a grandparent. And our role as a church, we have a role to play. Yeah. We have a role to play. Our role as a church. <laughs> Should I carry on? Yes. So all I'm saying is that we must make sure that these children are indeed the blessing that they are that they are indeed the signs and wonder that they have been ordained to be as children of Christians. But it doesn't come by just putting scriptures or talking. It takes planning. Because every child is different. Every child and their strength and their weakness and their challenges. Amen. And it will call for discipline as well. Because without discipline, you can't train a child. Every child is naturally selfish. They always want to have their way. So the Bible says discipline wants a child. Let's read it. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Proverbs 19.18. It's a call for what? Discipline. The reason why I say discipline is, note, the Bible, when you read the Proverbs first, Proverbs 19, 18. Mm -hmm. Discipline your children, for in that there is hope. Do not be a winning party to their death. Amen. Amen. Say, discipline your children, for in that there is what? Hope. hope. Do not be what? A winning party unto their death. Mm -hmm. I think they can just put it like this. Discipline your child whilst there is hope. Yes. Amen. Amen. He didn't say beat your child. He didn't say insult your children. Did he say that? No. He said discipline. Discipline is not beating. Though you can beat to discipline the child. But many people think of discipline as beating. No, no, no. There's more to life to discipline than beating. Yeah. Yeah. Even to insist insist that the child wake up at a particular time is discipline, no matter what. To insist that the child sleep at a particular time is discipline. So discipline is not teaching. 
Hey, it's not beating. Many people miss it. Though you can beat to discipline. To let your child know that you can never have this and insist and maintain it is discipline. You are disciplined and you are giving him or her discipline. So he said, discipline your child whilst there is hope. Mm -hmm. So it means a time will come. There will be hope for this meaning when you will even get the opportunity to discipline your child. And if you do it, it won't work. Yeah. Yeah. And she's only 10 years. You cannot control her what to eat. Then when she's 16, can you? She's 13 years. You cannot control and teach her what to wear and what not to wear. Then when she's 17, what can you do? Whilst there is hope. Whilst there is hope. Yeah, it got to a time my mother couldn't do anything again. It could, she couldn't do anything. I mean, when your child is in junior, what, what, what do you have? What authority do you have? Mm -hmm. She decided where to sleep, where to wake up. She can even travel out of the country, wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you discipline her then? Mm -hmm. Whilst there is hope. Don't take discipline for granted. Pampering does not help mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. When children grow, they will thank you, even if they don't tell you their heart, when you do well with them. I've come across people, Jesus and Saka, they are thankful for Jesus and Saka, who are against their parents. According to them, their parents did not do well to them. Because many things their parents didn't tell them. They didn't know. You see, we don't know. When, now, if you look back, you see that there's a lot of things you did, even though you taught you. Now, you didn't know what you were doing. And many are some are even bitter. Yeah, about their parents. So if you, you see, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. If you do good with your children, when they grow, they will even appreciate you more. They will appreciate you. As they grow, they will know whether you did well with them or not. Somebody told me, no one really told me that I must go to university. So no one really told me how important education was. So she just used all that song. And now she get, but who was she blaming? Her parents. Mm -hmm. It's true. Uh, the parents are to be blamed. Because you must let the child know how important mm -hmm. education is. Can I tell them, say, even if you want to be, whatever you want to be, even if you want to be at the checkup at Tesco, you finish university. Because it's better to say, I could, but I don't want to, mm -hmm. than to say, I want to, but I can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then we all know that there are a lot of jobs that if you don't have a degree, you cannot even apply. So if you want to sit at the checkout, it's good, but get your degree after going sit at the checkout. Yeah. Yeah. It's my philosophy. Yeah. Education is not everything. Yes, yes, it's not everything. But we see that people are educated are paid high, they get the easiest of jobs. And they tell me that they are not educated what to do. Uh-huh. So it's something. It's something. It's something. It is not life, yes, true, but it makes life easier or difficult. Yeah. Please, are you understanding? Yeah. So we must discipline them, not saying beating them. But you cannot discipline a child when yourself are not disciplined. Yeah. You can't tell a child to be on, on time when you are always late. Yeah. It is when you are early that you can reinforce it. Don't let your child down. God will hold you responsible. Yeah. Because he, he gave the child to you, into your care. You know the child, whether you are aware of it or what. Not. Let's read a scripture. Let's read a scripture. Exodus chapter 10, verse 7 to 11. The reason why we are looking at this is I want you to know that Satan does not need, want your children to serve you. We look at it, I think, last two weeks. Amen. Amen. Read it for me. Exodus chapter 10, verse 7. Mm -hmm. Pharaoh's official said to him, How long will this man be a snare to us? Mm -hmm. Let the people go so that they may worship the Lord their God. Do you not yet realize that Egypt is ruined? To the eleven. Exodus chapter 10, 7 to 11. Then Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. Go worship the Lord your God, he said. But tell me who will be going. 
Moses answered, We will go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, and with our flocks and herds, because we are to celebrate a festival to the Lord. Pharaoh said, The Lord be with you. If I let you go along with your women and children, clearly you are bent on evil. No. Have only the men go and worship the Lord, since that's what you have been asking for. So Moses and Aaron were driven out of Pharaoh's presence. Amen. So this is Pharaoh's plan for Satan. He did plan for the Lord. So Moses, God said, we should go and worship God and serve him. And the Bible said, Pharaoh said, no, you, the mother, the father, you can serve God, go and serve God, but leave your children behind. But Moses said, no. Okay, the only reason why I read this to show you that Satan don't want your children mm -hmm. to serve the Lord if he cannot prevent you to know the Lord because you see you die. The next generation you don't know God all the way comes to cause 19. You can see this strategy here. Yes, yes. But it starts from parents making excuses for their children, mm -hmm. not taking their children, not forcing them, making sure that their children seek the Lord and find the Lord. Mm -hmm. Of course, you the parent, if you don't do that or you are not really, you are not born with that, your child will be worse in this. So it is easy and it is possible for you to know God and grow in God, but your children will not know God if you don't show them God. If you don't intentionally train them about things of God. Many a time, we parents, we, we are a roadmap for what children think of God first. By our conduct, not by what we see. By our conduct. So when you look at, this is dangerous. When you look at Numbers, Amen, chapter 14, 30 to 33, Amen. He said, if we prevent our children from serving God, we ourselves we will not see the blessing of the Lord. Because in order for the children to serve God depends on us. If our children will grow and really know God, it depends on us. Amen. Numbers, please. Numbers chapter 14, 30-33. Yeah, 1, 4, 30-33. Numbers chapter 14. And look at what it says there. This, this is alarming. Hallelujah. Amen. Numbers chapter 14, 30-33. Mm -hmm. Not one of you will enter the land I swore with uplifted hand to make your home, except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. As for your children that you said... Hold on. He said none of them will enter, okay, the promised land. As for your children that you said would be taken as plunder, I will bring them into enjoy the land you have rejected. But as for you, your bodies will fall in this wilderness. Your children will be shepherds here for 40 years, suffering for your unfaithfulness until the last of your bodies lies in the wilderness. Amen. Amen. Do you understand this? The backdrop of this is when God told them to go and enter into what? The promised land. And they came back and they said, oh, we cannot. But one of the comments they made is, God wants to kill and destroy their children. That's one of the comments they made. That's why what you were God said to them, as for your children that you said will be dying, they will sleep and you all would perish. Because they were preventing, they, they were preventing their children from God. So the only children that entered was Caleb and Joshua. So when you try to prevent your child from God, your child might become a beast. Yeah. Yeah, many parents, Christians, their actions actually prevent their child. Because their child can go to even play club, but not church on his own, but play club on his own. Yeah. The same distance, the same place. Amen. See, look at Jeremiah chapter 5 verse 7. I want to show you something there. Jeremiah chapter 5 verse 7. When our children forsake God, God is not happy. And God might, might hold you responsible when your children forsake Him. 
Read it for me, please. Jeremiah 5, verse 7. Why should I forgive you? Your children have forsaken me and sworn by gods that are not gods. Mm -hmm. I supplied all their needs, yet they committed adultery and thronged to the houses of prostitutes. God was annoying with this. I can't forgive because your children as well forsaken me. But it's that when we don't train them in the things of the Lord, by conduct, not only by words, when we don't discipline them and make excuses for them, I'm talking about beating them. Amen. Why am I teaching this today? As I said earlier on, to release a grace for our Sunday school. And also to let you parents know that you have a tremendous role to play. And to let you realize that this your children and our children are blessed. They are a blessing. And they must become blessed, but it will come by restarting them in the way they are to grow. That is the only thing that they not depart from it. Is it a coincidence that maybe now you will see, but those days that every business was small, you see that every child ended up with the profession of the father. It was for one simple reason. From early stage, the father start training them, yeah. teaching them. Yeah. So they, they just grow up and they know that job mm. and it become their profession. Because they were set up in that, they were trained in that. But it's our principle is for everything. I mean, like last time I was telling you when we fasted that I cannot fast six to three, even though that temptation comes. Because when I think of fasting six to three, it's like I'm being this God. When I was a teenager, I used to fast six to six. Three days. My mother, it was like I had trouble, like I wanted to fast. You see, you go every vacation, we go to a prayer camp. It's called a fast. And it's a land of fasting. So whether you like it or not, you are fasting. So I'm a 13-year-old boy and I'm there and I'm just waiting for six o'clock and I'm fasting. So I'll be able to do that as a teenager. Now it feels like, you know, you, you get me. But probably if I didn't start with, I would think, oh child, anyway. It's cold, but I'm not telling you. You see, but that thing has set me up on a certain path that is difficult for me to what? deviate from it. Please, do you understand? Yeah. So you must train your child in the way you should grow. And that way is in the way of the Lord. But with conduct, not speak, train. You must be intentional. You must also be disciplined because of your child. Because of your children, you must also sacrifice. Because of your children, things that you wouldn't have done, but for the sake of your children. When I hear people fighting parents, they say the children are there. Didn't you notice that the children are there? I see them as hypocrites. What about all the other things you do? Now, don't you realize that the children are there? It is only fights that you don't want the children to see. God has pride, isn't it? What about all the other things? Amen. Amen. Psalm 115 verse 14 says, May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. May this be your portion. May you flourish. May your children flourish. May you flourish. May your children flourish. You will flourish. Your children will flourish. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 127 verse 4 says, Children are like arrows in their hands of the world. Amen. Amen. May that be your children. 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 Amen. Arrow, a strong arrow is important. You can shoot the lion before it gets to you. In other words, it's a protection. It's a security. May that be your children. Amen. May that be your children. Amen. May that be your children. Amen. In Jesus Christ's name. Psalm 128 verse 3 says, Your children will be like only short around the table. May your children be like only short around the table. Amen. May they be like only short around the table. Amen. In your own age, may they be with you. Amen. May they not accept you. Amen. Have a relationship with them. Amen. May they be nothing but a blessing unto you. Amen. For they are a blessing. Amen. Or I will say that pick up yourself. Begin to do that which you need to do as a parent. For the sake of your children, mm. you know your weakness. Sometimes, even what God does is, you see, know your weakness. It brings a person 
into the life of your child or into your life to help you in that way. But many parents reject this person. Sometimes you need a family to be a positive influence for your children. But you reject them, you rather put. There are things if you tell your child, he or she will not do. But somebody else will tell him and he will do it. So God bring those people. He sent them. I will reject them or will despise them or probably they are not the same as us. But may that not be your portion. Amen. Where you like, may God help you. Amen. However he chooses, may you see it Amen. and may you accept it. Amen. So that you train this your children in the way they should go. And as I said, the church, you also own what? The children, that responsibility. A child is not inferior. A child is important. A child is the next big thing. Businesses will always talk about the next big thing. A child is always the next big thing. So a child also needs quality teaching, quality training. I mean, in the church, attention and investment so that they will become what we want them to become. They will not become what we want them to become by just saying, by expecting. Who gets something by expecting? No one gets paid by expecting a pay. It's when you work, then you get paid. Yes. Yeah. No one, no one, no one uh, lose weight by expecting to lose weight. It is what you do that makes you mm -hmm. lose weight. Yes. So we can talk all the talk. Children of this day, children of this day, in one month, it is what we do. What we do in training. No, training is a system of a lot of things, systematically, intentionally, persistently being done. Yeah, being what? Done. Correction, discipline, being done intentionally, depending on the child, depending on the situation. That is the only way. But remember, God is with you and He's with us to train these children. So He will help us. But we must mount up and do it. We must mount up and do it. I am excited that we are starting the children's service again. It is a challenge for us. Because anything you do costs money. To start a children's service is, is an increase in what? Rent. It's an increase in expenditure. Because this is how children, they like to have refreshments. You have to buy. Of course, they like to have refreshments. Let me see how who, who don't like refreshments. Kids, I'll give all of you sweets today. Amen. <laughs> you don't like refreshments? Oh, you want the sweetie? <laughs> I know as for the sweetie. Amen. All the resources that you need. Because when you are teaching them, you must also use the state of art to teach them. Yeah. Christian children also need state of art equipment mm -hmm. and resources to teach them in order to come up. Mm -hmm. And all is money. So I'm just saying this so that the fact that we are able to start is a great thing. Yes, we want to start. Because we'll be here over a year, isn't it? Yeah. And finally, God has make a way. And I know you will see us through. Bring your children, whatever we teach them, when they come, affirm it. When we correct them, you are an adult, you are smart, you know. If it's right, affirm it. Support us by you yourself to train them. Because no matter what we do as a church, you will establish it or cause it to amount nothing. Yeah. If my children know that whatever they do in school, I support them, they will behave, misbehave. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If also they know that whatever they do in school, I will not support them. They will be annoyed with me. They will not like me. They will see me that I have bad judgment. You see? But if they know that I will stand for the truth, they will respect yes. me. Yeah. Praise the Lord, Jesus. One of the things children always say, younger children, she hates me. What happened before she hit you? I never asked, oh, why? I said, what did you do before? Because people just don't hate. Mm -hmm. Then sometimes they say, she just hits me. I said, oh, so she's mad. She just hits me. <laughs> the lady said, oh, but I, I put his pen down. I said, hey, that was a pen issue. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. Church, you have heard the word of God. You know what this word means to you. You know what God has been prompting you regarding this way. I just want you to lift up your voice and begin to pray regarding this way. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, 
please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.